Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeli, so your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. Right, I thought I'd come into this week's episode riding high from a Chelsea win over the weekend. But unfortunately, we have been denied again this time by Leicester City. Damn it, man. I hope Frank Lampard gets his first win as Chelsea coach soon so we can get this damn monkey off our backs. But I've been impressed by this Lamp's protege called Mason Mount. The kid has balls of steel. It reminds me of a young Lampard with a touch of Michael Ballack. Anyway, let me also touch into some local footy. The MTN8 served up some Wafa Wafa magic over the weekend. Highlands Park beat Orlando Pirates 1-0 at Orlando Stadium to book their place in the last four. Sundowns came back from a goal down to Walla Bloom Celtic 3-1 in Attridgeville. Supersport United beat Vets 3-0 thanks to two goals from the King, Tamsangla Gabuza and a solitary strike by Bradley Krobler. And Polokwane City beat Cape Town City 2-0 in a match played at Newlands of all places. Strange that that happened, but we won't get into the politics. I will head straight to the upset of the week. Definitely goes to Highlands Park beating Orlando Pirates 1-0 at Orlando Stadium. The Buccaneers are definitely beleaguered at the moment and they are without their head coach, Micho, who resigned just before the game maybe 24 hours before they played that game but the playmaker of the week goes to smooth the black swan Ngorsi for his dancing double against argentina at loftus on saturday i actually want you to hear Ngorsi talk about the thought process that goes into beating multiple defenders to score a try and he did that twice against los pumas in that 24 18 win on saturday this is the black swan talking about how all his senses are heightened at that critical moment. I wish I could give you an answer to that question, but I don't know. I just went out on the pitch to try and do my job and obviously help the team towards the W. That was all that was on my mind and we got the W, so I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, it's 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 only fun when you win, to be honest. You can score five tries in a game, but at the end of the day, if your team loses, your contribution amounts to nothing. So yeah, it was fun because we won. Yeah, we're in a very good space. We're in a place where we've got lots of combinations lots of different players but we all have worked long enough with each other for us to understand each other you know and yeah to answer that quite simply i'd say yeah we are in a good space can you tell us through the tries um just having defenders in front of you especially the second one where it seemed like the argentinians had you covered um what goes through your mind at that time where you actually have the confidence to beat three four guys I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not thinking at that time. I'm not thinking. I'm just, I'm just in the flow. I just my instinct takes over, and then I just do what my body feels like it must do. Yeah. I woke up after I scored the try. <laughs> I realized that. Yeah, I realized that I just scored a try because I was just in that zone. Yeah. 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 So you just get tunnel vision. I won't say it's tunnel vision, but it's like, it's I don't know. 
might sound a bit philosophical, but it's a state where all my senses are completely heightened. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, I just, I just see everything happening in like slow motion. And then I just try to do what I do for the day. And Springbok fortunes have definitely transformed in the 18 months that Rasi Erasmus has been in charge of the team. And one man who has been there through the Alistair Kutsia horror show and is now with the Rasi Erasmus glamour show is none other than fly half Altin Yankees and he told us all about what's changed in the setup since then. Um, just get a question for Alton. You've seen this team evolve uh, from the previous two years uh, under the previous regime to now. It seems like it's talking cheese. Uh, from your experience, what would you say have been the fundamental key changes that have taken pretty much similar group of players play at this incredible level that the Yeah, I think this group has been together for maybe for uh, three or four years. Um, it's actually the similar similar group, similar squad. So, uh, I know we had different coaches, but we as individuals, uh, we, we, we come a long way and we actually get, get along together. And it's a bunch of individuals that actually want to achieve something special, making sure that we actually get better as a group every single week. Um, yeah, now we just, for my personal feeling, we've, we've got the right system uh, from a defensive point of view, from a kicking hand point of view, from a attacking point of view as well. So everybody is aligned in terms of that um, technical stuff. So it's just for you as an individual, just to um, use your circus act in your system. And that's my personal feeling. Do you understand your roles a lot better than you did maybe in, in the past? Uh, definitely. Definitely it makes a massive difference in terms of the knowledge uh, Coach Rashi, uh, Coach Jock and Coach Swayze assisted with the, the amount of knowledge they have and the experience they have and then obviously the group, um, it goes hand in hand. Um, we've got our opinions and the coaches got their opinions and then hopefully we get to one common goal and then we all align and, and that is special just to see where everybody gives an input and after that whole meeting you can see that everybody knows what to do on the field um, when we going out training and then obviously on, sat on Saturday we're all well prepared and the bodies are fresh and we're all good to go and we're all on the one on one page and we're all aligned to perform um, to get better every single week. Guns, Guns. an essential tool in self-protection or a catalyst for criminality. CliffCentral.com presents GunCast, a podcast that unpacks the divisive issue of gun ownership in South Africa. Join legal expert Martin Hood as he hosts a series of talks with both sides of the gun lobby. Whether you support the right to carry guns or you believe they're a destructive tool that society could do without, GunCast will enlighten and challenge you in equal measure. Find GunCast now on the Cliff Central app, on CliffCentral.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's get to the special part of our episode. Last week, we released part one of the chat with former Lions lock MB Lusasen, who retired from professional rugby at just the age of 26. He's now 30 years old. He told the tragic story of how he earned just 2,000 Rand as a Sharks Academy product back in the mid-2000s, while some of his academy mates earned just 700 Rand. Lots of people have been looking forward to part two of this candid conversation. So I will not keep you waiting much longer. If you want to catch up, please do go to timeslive.co.za and 
go to our podcast page to find part one of this episode i've also been sharing it on my twitter account i'm at smu underscore so but before we get into that chat with mube a quick disclaimer this interview was the telling of mb's own personal journey and not a dig at any of the organizations mentioned or the people many of whom had particular jobs to do and some of whom are no longer even in the rugby picture so i hope none of this is taken out of context secondly please excuse the sound of drinks slurping in the background ice getting crushed stuff like that and some chitter chatter from the patrons motorbikes running up and down someone with a fast car or a lambo or a bugatti whatever it was going up florida road I had mentioned in the previous podcast that we were accommodated at a pub called House of Curries for the purposes of this interview and it was the best possible setting because we were able to be candid and open and relaxed having some pints with you know two guys that really really love the game and chatting about the real issues in the game of rugby but in and in spite of that slight background noise it is an unbelievable conversation so here is the second and final part of my chat with mb mbube lusaseni let's get into it So I was saying the nice thing about that time, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. yeah, man. Like, like as much as about this guy was had his intimidating presence about him, you know. But at the same time, like, because it's kind about ngogole about you know certain situations. But at the same time, you know, what he 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 ended, he he ended up actually giving me better advice in terms of how to handle my career or in terms of how to just handle myself as a rugby player now. Okay. Um, versus my agents or mentors back yeah, then yeah, that I yeah. didn't have. So it was one of those situations, man. I think the best advice he gave me, he was, like, he was like, go home. Like, I remember my, bruh, my first year out of high school, that was probably my worst year ever in rugby. In rugby. Because everything was a shell shock. Yeah, boy. Okay. So I mean, like, we still got from a place yeah, yeah. now, where by Eastern Cape, let's get real, everything about rugby day is for fun. Yeah, boy. Yeah, it's yeah. just for fun. We, yeah, we love the game, but we can't administer the game. We are, we are poor. We are that's poor a, at That's a sad reality. Yeah. yeah but so now the thing is now you move from that from that type of a setup to now this setup whereby it's professional. Yeah. Like yeah. from the get go everything is professional. So now in a in a position whereby you've never gymmed before in your life, now you have to go to gym like four times a week. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah. you have to go to training, like into Jalo or what type of thing. Like you know, you have to be in a professional program. Yeah. So hey, I struggled. I can you know I You struggled, struggled. with the 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 routine like, of the, uh, the professional pressure yeah, or the routine just a change in itself like the culture like, yeah, like, yeah. like I struggle completely because because the idea about okay you know what I would literally just go to practice maybe two times a week yeah for example find a album two times a week you play on a, you play on a Saturday Saturday that's it and you enjoy yourself you don't have to yeah, do any gym work you don't nothing. have to eat certain things so sell a month if I practice right yeah, what? no protein shake or anything you don't need to get bigger you yeah, don't need to get yeah, yeah. you know type of thing so I think that's one thing I struggled with especially my first year but the thing is now in 2006 I made SA schools um, just playing just enjoying rugby just playing just, playing. just natural, natural raw, raw, raw as hell that's man. it yeah, made yeah. it to schools now when all of this professionalism started coming about and stuff, hey, I, I, I struggled, man. I struggled to such an extent that when I made uh, Sharks under 19, I was, I was bad. Like, yeah. as in, I was playing absolute nonsense. I can even tell you that. And, were, you, uh, were you in the second row or back row? I was second row, so I was playing lock. Second row, yeah. yeah so I was playing lock at that time. I was absolute nonsense yeah. at that time. Um, I even got dropped. 
I got jobs. Like, the last few <laughs> games, I got jobs. They're like, guy, listen, bro, you're not really working with us here. Like, yeah. you look at your stats, look at this stats as an upcut. Look at your stats, look at all of this nonsense type of thing. Like, it's just not making sense. Yeah. Like, your KPIs are absolute nonsense. Actually, I told him, got dropped nicely. So, now when I got dropped there, I literally was struggling. But the thing is, I had a two year contract at the Sharks. Yeah. That was Stroud. That day. I remember I went to Stroud. And I asked him, bro, um, this is the situation I'm in right now. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what's up. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, boy. yeah. So already the commercial manager that's looking after the juniors, who came to Melbourne, and really told me about, we had a meeting with him, and he told me about, listen, bro, if you're in a one-year contract, yeah, we'll literally terminate him with like sharp scrang out. But we have to deal with you because you're in a two-year contract. So oh, yeah. if you were in a one-year, you would have been, been done. Yeah, I've been done. You would have told me to go out. And, and, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Who knows where I would be, boy. Like, <laughs> I'd still be alive. <laughs> Maybe a DJ. <laughs> So, so it was one of those. Who's trying to literally talk about, bro? Listen, the problem with you is that you haven't realized that there's something called a balance that right. you need to get, especially within the sports. Yeah. Wati, you've been on rugby the whole year. You haven't even switched off once. So, do yourself a favor. When you go home now in December, don't even think about rugby. Don't gym, don't, don't touch do people, don't do anything. Just chill. Just chill. Yeah, yeah. Do what you normally do or what you want to do. Just chill. Come back into January. We'll start all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. feel much better. I literally went home and I didn't even think about rugby. But the funny switch is that I actually started gymming. And I started actually like, you know, just Jay. Like weights, just, pumping yeah, weights. Pumping weights, just taking care of myself, Jay in general. But, but not, not with rugby in mind. Not with rugby just, in mind. Just, just, just doing it. Yeah, just about, I'm bored. I want to yeah. actually, you know, let me do something about this thing, you know, I'm bored. Looking in the mirror. Clean, yeah, well, it's the same, yeah, well, pump my back on, you know, type of thing. So, so it became one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is that all of those actually added up and became a building block. Because now, right. when I came back the following year, hey, like, Ukubo, in a way, Swayze was our coach that time. Yeah, yeah, 21. yeah. So when I came back the following year, this guy was like, dude, what did you do in December? Like, you look so like a different person. Like, like, as in, even now, like, you know, you're agile, you can, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you're yeah. all over the place, you're good. You have a presence now on the field, you know, tell me, what, what did you do? And I'm like, guys, literally, I kick you not, I didn't do anything, I switched off, I went to sleep. That's all I did. <laughs> so it was like, no, whatever you did, it actually worked for you. And, right. and I was really kicked out of the, of the essay under 20 trials. Really? And I was kicked out. As my, I, was, I was told, thanks, like, cramped. Like, you know, so I wasn't even up for runnings then. Yeah. Kicked out completely. So now the, the, the nice thing about that is that we started having these academy tours that we were doing at the beginning of the year. And uh, through those academy tours, and I was playing well. Like I was getting Man of the Match awards and the whole works. Yeah, 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 And the nice thing is that Usuais now was in the, um, the selection committee of the SNI 20. Okay. In the panel. So he was part of the selection team. So and he puts you in that conversation because yeah. he's seeing you. You can see what's going on behind the thing. background. That yeah. helps. That helps. No, most, most yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the nice thing is that. But the funny thing is that when um, when, we're, when it's close to our final round of Charles, yeah, yeah, one, <laughs> yeah. when it's close to our final round of Charles, um, all the locks just just were injured. All of them. <laughs> all of them. There was probably like two guys left <laughs> to play like seven games, and they were all just injured. Yeah, boy. And the guy was like, hey, bro, Good listen, yeah, yeah, come through, you know, come and yeah, play, yeah, yeah. type of thing. Play the shy man of the match. I played two matches, and then I got the next one. The next one I played at, at six, I uh, played out of my boots. Next thing, they're like, okay, sure, you made the shortlist, and you're going to the, to the, like to the that, World Cup. Chai. Finished. Just like that. Just like that. Did you not? Just like that. So that's when I started counting my lucky stars, when I was like, you know what, dude? Okay. Apply okay. man. Mm. Cool. Um, let's. I wanna. I wanna head. I wanna head straight to the um, your last year at the Lions, bro. Oh. <clears throat> I know Ooh. there's a lot. I'm skipping in between. No, no, it's cool. It's cool, and, it's cool. And, and, 
China, you will have to write a book to fill, yeah. to fill in the details <laughs> because that academy conversation yeah. was 30 minutes. Oh, is it? That on its own, like, kind of shows you the, the details. And yeah. you haven't... And you haven't even scraped the surface. Right, yo, there's just so much. You haven't much. even scraped the surface. I still don't know who was the Bulls coach. Mm. But anyway, um, uh, Eric Souls. Ah, oh, Eric, Eric Souls was the SN20 and Bulls coach. Yeah. You know what he's doing now? Apparently, What's he's he a substitute teacher now, bruh. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's not even in rugby, bruh. Oh, yeah. I take it, I take it, but like that. Who's <laughs> Eric Souls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Souls. That man will nah, never forget that man. He was never forget that uh, man. Yeah, I know. Rugby, rugby deals with. Uh, yeah, rugby deals with China. Yo, I shame. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a pass. I'll give him a pass. Cause those, hey, bro, those just that isn't a twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was probably the first time where I actually felt black. <laughs> wow. That yeah, is, yeah. That that's is, how deep. That's how. That's insane. That's how deep it you is. Know, it's funny enough. Mm. The first time I ever felt black mm. was at Pretoria Boys High School. Pretoria Boys that's High School. That's why, for a long time, I didn't f with boys mm. high. Bro. For a long time, I didn't f with boys high. Just didn't make sense. I know, like, bro. For a very long time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like no. I, I just did not f with boys high at all. Your last year, like, then I'm talking super rugby now. Yeah. You're fit. Yeah. You are out for a while, you come yeah. back, it's a new season you're fit. Yeah. Johan Ackerman yeah. names a team to tour overseas, mm. excludes you in that team. Mm. Names his son, Rohan Ackerman, okay. in that touring squad. Mm. It was the first year the Sun Wolves were, were right. in the Lions playing their first game against yes. Japan. I think, I'm not sure if they played in Singapore or in Japan, but that's moot. Yeah. And in China, things were not the same after that. Things were not the same. Nah, true, man. Like, um, am, I, am I correct in something? No, no you are correct on, on, on most of it, I wanna. But yeah. the thing is, from from my side, ne, I think one thing that I underestimated was the um, let's say it was the mental scoring of the yeah. injury in itself. Yeah, but what it, was my, was it? it was an ankle injury, dislocated yeah. ankle. So it was my first serious injury, like yeah. ever. So even coming back was almost like the yeah, it was probably the most difficult time of my rugby career because yeah. there were mental, like physically, there were a lot of things I could handle because I had people that were assisting me. Yeah, 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 bon. yeah, yeah. But mentally, bro, in terms of actually understanding what exactly it will take for me to get back to form or get back to a competitive state. Yeah, yeah, bon, Like I wasn't ready for that, you know, so to speak. And I, I think at that point in time, I didn't really have anybody to guide me along to actually to say, "But listen, bro, right now, I understand that yes, you're going to fight a very big uphill." Yeah, but then this apple of yours, you have to entertain it in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it was, it was almost as if, it was almost as if when everything happened, I was basically looking at the sense of, listen, when I come back, everything must basically go back to the way it was when I had left, yeah, yeah, So, when I played, obviously, 2000, so, uh, so, so when I played, uh, 2014, obviously, the Super Rugby, like, like yeah. the whole season, and then uh, the injury hit in 2014, Curry yeah. Cup, yeah, but, so I think at that point in time I was really peaking, yeah. like probably my rugby. I was really in a good space, good position, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, you know what? I already had a good grasp of what is going on, how to actually become a professional and a, and a good player. And like my sides, my sides were set on Springboks. I won't, I kid you not. They were set yeah. on Springboks. That yeah. year I was like, either within this year or the next year I'm gonna make Springboks. Like come yeah. hell high water because of the way I'm playing and how I've assessed how my um, my competitors are doing at that okay. point in time. And I, and I, I think, mm. just sorry to yeah, yeah, you, no I think um, to be fair we. 
in the initial conversation with mm. guys like Jandre, Prayer. Yeah, no, that, that time. Flip Fun and Melville, mm. but we didn't know we were good. We didn't rate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it out there. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'll be honest, those days, those mm-hmm. days, who was the genre? It was genre, the Swift on the Mava. Um, there was he was. He locked with. Umostad also made it as well, not Franco Mostad, the other Mostad was playing for the Sharks. Yeah. Very good guy, I love him today. He also made it as well. It was hard times. Yeah, second row, like, there's open gates for those guys who actually could actually establish their name. Yeah, boy. Nah, so, nah. so it was but, one of and, those. And, and Fudge has got a story about you. I don't know. Yeah, beyond. Yo, Fudge. 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 When you drop that name, yo, Fudge turns red, bro. This is a conversation we're having now. <laughs> this is a conversation we had in December in East London. Hey, I think we were there for like three hours. Fudge, we're just going on about these oh, locks and Fudge what's going on. And no way is better than genre career. Come behind me and then starts at the balls and super rugby. Yeah, man, Fudge. And he goes on and, and, and yell. Oh, uh, crap. Yeah. yeah but yeah, no, but bro, like, um, so the thing is, okay, now, Sides one thing. Excited for the you're feeling good, you fit. And the whole works. And nice thing, the, okay, the thing is, I think, I think you need to take a step back quickly. Because the nice thing about the Lions at that point in time, let's say 2014, 2015 season, yeah, yeah. from my point of view, was, you know what, one thing I respected um, the coaches and everyone around, especially Jon Ackerman, was that everything was um, just transparent. Okay. Just transparent. As by, you knew by, listen, bro, we are all here in a situation whereby we all come from, <laughs> we are all literally um, thrown away by other unions. I, we all of you. We're all rejects. Warren all, re- all, all, Warren all of us. Uh, Ron Combring. Franco Mostet. We're all. Mostet. We're all. Bulls. Same. There was that tax team. Uh, 2011. Yeah, it was tax team at yeah, Cordoba. Yeah, that tax team. Man is boss yeah. off. That's the one I played in 2011. Oh, you ever tested that one? We got to the final. They won the following year. We got to the final oh, 2011. Got to the final we lost. We lost to UCT uh, against the Mitchell Catcher Killers. Uh, yes, and uh, Kicked you guys. Yes. Silly that that's, year. That's the one we lost. The following year they won it. Oh, yeah. right, right, yeah, right. So I was in that team as well. So literally now, when we all came back to the Lions, it was almost like, oh, we're coming back home. Because yeah. now, it's guys from Tuts and it's guys ah, from the Sharks. I remember looking yeah. at the same thing. Yeah. Oh, it was Lord. real, it was real. Lord. And, and, and I, I recall this one time, Warren Whiteley, <laughs> Warren Whiteley was obviously making a team speech before um, our captain's practice. Yeah. Uh, before, I think it was like the semi-final of the, of the Curry Cup in 2015. And this guy said something that literally just stuck with us. No, 2014, the semi-finals, 2014. You played the Sharks? No, we played, we played Lions. 2014 was Lions. That's oh. when we got to the final of the, carry, of the thingy, of the Curry Cup, and we lost. No, no, I'm saying you're playing against the Sharks. We're playing, I think we're playing against the Sharks, yeah. I Wait. think 2014 Curry Cup 2014 final. 2014 Curry Cup, how did you Western play province. Western Province. I think we're playing against Western oh, province, province. At you province. Sharks in the final. No, we played Sharks at Province, I think. That, that's the, the final. No, the semi was against Sharks. It was against the semi Sharks. was Sharks. Yes. Oh, we killed them. No, we killed I don't them. Remember. Yeah. Because yeah. they brought back all the spring balls yes. of Bismarck. Yes. I remember yes. because Howard did had the a most. crazy did game, the man. Like, I, I remember, mm. I remember that 2014. 2014, uh, yeah, yeah, carry so cup, now, but continue. Yeah, yeah, so now that 2014 carry cup, I recall because I've I, I, I just been injured now, yeah, so I'm already out. But there's something that Warren Whitey actually said there, and yeah. it stuck like properly. I think we actually played our final a game early. Because of that, that, that conversation. If, if he had said that, if he had said that in the final, trust me, it would have been a different ball game. <laughs> this guy, like, he literally just went up. I think it was before captain's practice, and he was like, "Listen up, guys. 
you do understand. And he, and he, went, he literally pinpointed each person. Uh. And it was like, you do understand that we all, at some point in time, were rejects from certain unions. Went to certain guys. You, what happened at Western Province Company? Yo. You, what happened at Blue Bulls? You, what happened at so and so And you have a one by one? Life, because no he knows the stories. He knows the stories. No you, what happened there? What happened there in the whole No way, man. But so like, I just see this. The clean time, so you're like, so now, so now, <laughs> I hope he doesn't. No, no, the thing is, you will go, you go at you. But the funny thing, I even with Lionel, Lionel, what happened to Cheetahs? You know? What happened to Cheetahs? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a bit insensitive. Hey, listen, we all have stories to tell. So the, funny, so the funny thing is that when he did that, Chabon, yeah, 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 literally, yeah. I think that's when everybody actually started having that, started actually becoming aware about, guys, as much as I probably thought that I was going to the most, hey, so oh, get up, but we've yeah, got something yeah, oh, more to play for. Man. It's not just about, obviously, you pay for the badge or you pay for higher yeah, honors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we're literally playing for each other right now. Yeah. We're playing for each other, put ourselves on a certain platform so that yeah. we can actually, you know, do the most. Yeah. So that's what happened. Bro, when the guys came out, that semi-final, I kid you not, they literally came out against Springboks. We were nobodies. No, we're we were nobodies. There was not even a, they, there was not even there, a, there was a, a shark super rugby yeah, team. The only, the only person who had, who, had, who had even smelt Springboks to us at that point in time was Lionel, so to speak, and Elton Yankees, so to speak. Like, yeah, as in they smelted. Really. Yeah, but they were included in the, in the setup, but weren't ready, you know? Yeah, I think, I think Elton had made his, de- mm-hmm. made his debut in 2012. Yes. But he came on second half. Yeah, but so, so, so it wasn't like that. It was an awkward, yeah. it was the most awkward debut. Mm, and, 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 and Elton had actually had that shit year at uh, yeah, 2013 at uh, uh, Stormers. Yeah. That, was a wor- that, that year was a waste for Elton. Yeah, bro. So, like, you take peak Elton, but yeah. Alistair, Al- Al- Alistair, we will we'll confront mm-hmm. Alistair one day. One day. He's getting close to the what did you do? <laughs> when come out with this nonsense. Take peak Elton, oh, and then like, you just reduce it to that. If we ever go the political route, we'll take a certain party. <laughs> I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> so anyways, cool. so it became a situation, like, I kid you not, after that team talk, there's almost like this sort of like little him-him buzz. Yeah, you know, yeah. in the camp, but guys, you know what? At the end of the day, we've got absolutely nothing to lose. And I, I kid you not, I can easily say that it was literally from that day whereby that same mentality, the same attitude carried on throughout 2015, yeah. throughout 2016, where now these guys were like, guys, we literally have nothing to lose. We're not, you the guys yeah, that were counted yeah, out. Yeah, right? the guys you, were like, you were still those guys. All of the players, let's get real. Like, who would actually even give us a shot at winning any game in, uh, in Super Rugby? But now the thing is, we won seven in our first year coming back in Super yeah. Rugby. And guys are like, I would do like, with seven, you know, with nine. Yeah, like as well. Yeah. But the thing is that all the other games we played against, they went hard. It was like small little margins. Yeah. You know, yeah. a kick here or whatever. Like, but we were basically in the game the whole time. Fuck. So now we actually. It must have been amazing, man, right, to actually witness firsthand yeah. that yeah. we can actually do yeah, exactly. this. Exactly. I think yeah, that's, when, yeah, yeah. that's when the belief actually started coming through. But guys, we can actually. Like, there's nothing actually stopping us from doing this. Yeah. Physically, we're beyond these guys. We are fit on these guys. But the funny thing is that it's almost like a mental switch now that we have to actually right, entertain. Right, 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 that's right. where the mental switch came in. Semi-final, we came through, did the most. Yeah, one well, blew the guys off the park. I think it was almost like a forty-point game. I don't know. There's a huge score. The huge margin. Oh, the shots. It was yeah, it was huge. It was forty-two. Yeah, it something. Was a, it was a, it was a huge margin. Yeah, but against the Sharks that time. China, I remember this mm. game completely. I remember writing about how, how Howard misses, mm. and and I, I I get a I get a complex as a writer. Guy, that guy. Yesterday. I get I get a complex about certain guys. Mm. I had a complex about Pat Pat mm. Lambie. Yep. I just love studying Pat. Yeah. Like I just. You love Pat, alright? I love Pat. <laughs> I love Pat. Like everybody knows. Like, like anytime he used to say, not another fucking Pat <laughs> Lambie story. Like 
every, I, I was working here in Devon, yeah. writing for Sunday Times, mm. and he would say, there's a man of mine, Matthew Savidis, and mm. he's just here, just grabbing a drink. Okay. Um, and I would get grief. Because mm. I would have to submit a Sunday Times diary, like, so you have, what's your big story of the week? Mm. China, Pat is in there. Pat is always there, somehow. He finds his way. Pat will always be there. And I would hammer that Pat is a 10. And I had a, a, a certain thing about Howard as well. And I used to say that he's not your archetypal Springbok 12. Because we are, our culture is... is, is 12 is, takes up straight. Yeah. yeah. Sets up, does you the most. You show Valent, Elifier, Olivier, yeah. Devet Barry, Demi Dialandi. We don't have ah, same, same right, WhatsApp group. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I like the word. By the way, I thought if we, if Nani Laumape can make all blacks, mm. then Roy does No, no, it trust me, it was an answer at some so point in time for it's a, it's a like for like. Yeah, yeah, so it's a like for like, but mm. that's just another conversation altogether. There have been so many Howard Lionel Mapu but mm. Lionel when like when he made his uh Spring of debut. Mm. Uh, under, under Alistair, probably yeah. should have played more games. He should owed a shitload of beers to Howard. Mm-hmm. A shitload of beers to Howard. Howard put him a on there. He put him in that situation. A load of beers Bruh, Howard. I can even go as far as to say, you know what? Even Elton, when he got his when he, when he got his comeback, when yeah, he had his yeah, comeback, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what, dude? You're actually a solid number 10. Yeah. So now, to me, it felt as if like, everybody now started actually accepting him as being that flower who actually plays up in, in yeah. your face, so he's plays in advantage line. And the thing is now, he had people around to compliment him yeah. and do that. I don't think that's something that he had when he was at Province. That's the difference. So when he was at Province, he still wanted to play that, that flat line, but he couldn't. Nobody he else. didn't have anybody else yeah, to, to, yeah, to, yeah. To, 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 to almost help him out in terms, of what, in terms of his game plan. So that's why he almost looked a bit of like, Way what out of yeah. yeah, way out, way out <laughs> of depth, that <laughs> yeah. problem. But when he came back to Lions, and nice thing is that he had people to compliment him around the way he plays. Wow, some bro. Of the best, some of the right. best complimentary players mm. you, you will ever find. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, that combo of Howard and that, that combo of Elton, Howard, and Lionel. And Lionel. That was probably the biggest difference in Lionel, in Lions right It was the biggest Huge. difference, biggest difference ever. But like, yeah, let's get real. I mean, like, each their own. Coaches have got their preferences for whatever. And I said, I said that he'll never get picked for both. I, I said, no. I said, I said in the piece that he'll, ne- he'll never get picked. Not even considered, bro. He'll Who never wants, be in the conversation which, for both. Which pop coach wants a dancing 12? No, none, bro. But the thing is that dancing 12 makes meters and always basically does the most. Oh, and and, I, 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 and I'm going to start this hashtag post-2019 World Cup. Yeah. Damien Williams at 12. But I don't wanna, I don't, I don't, I, I don't wanna get technical. But okay, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. For me, because you've got Mane Libok ten, Pollard's only twenty five years old. He'll be there for the next couple of years. Uh, Elton's just signed a two year contract with mm. um, the Lions, which is good yeah. for consistency. You still need your. So he'll still be around for a while. He'll still be around. Yeah. Elton's still Elton at the end of the day. So now, what do you think about the combination of of Pollard Elton? Has that sparked certain things or? Has that been like, ah, you know what, it can work, but only for certain games or only... certain period. Certain period, oh, okay. It's not... It's probably something we can bank on for the long run. Nah, for a certain period it can work. Pollard can work as a 12. Pollard can work as a 12. And I think his future should be a 12. Mm. Right? Mm. But now you're, you're, you're talking about giving a young guy game time at a high level. Mm. Right? So let's say if Pollard is starting 10, mm. who you play Pollard's 12? only 25, who are you going to play at 12? Man? So you think, you think if Damien Williams would be Damien, in absence of Damien, mm. Pollard, then become, Pollard then becomes the auxiliary 12 yeah. that plays 10. 
like Carter, like Dan Carter. Could also play 12 as well as stages. And Oblitz. Mm. Yeah, like, it's a simple matter of, he plays 10, he can play 10 all year, bruh, mm. and then he just moves to 12. When but do you think now, what, let's say for example, as you're saying now the Oblitz, do you think what they were looking for at that point in time, now we're almost getting it right now, as to like back then you know so to speak yeah, 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 so yeah, obviously yeah. they had a certain mindset around a 10 being a 12 yeah they were rather being the conventional route of 12 being the pressure ball carrier i think it was also know. uh on a needs basis because mm. at that time remember nonu was a 13. yeah they didn't see nonu as a 12. at that point in time yeah at that point in time mm. and i think they had tana umanga who was retiring mm. so it was a matter of who do we have like when you lose Aaron Major, Tana Umaga, you exactly you. You are also trying to work happens. things around within the camp in itself. Yeah, it happens with some positions. You just dry out. Yeah, you it just, makes sense. You just dry out, mm. and then you've got your twelve, which would be a normal twelve, but you're not getting maximum dollar mm. value. That's true. <clears throat> so That's true. for me, I'm I'm thinking I'm not thinking a twelve that can play. I'm mm. thinking a twelve that can make an impactful. Mm. Uh, contribution. If you want a 12, go with Damien. If you want uh, uh, a straight up and down 12, go with Damien, go with Andre Sazen. The usual. Keep me out of it. Yeah. Keep me out of it. But if you want a playmaker involved. as well as 12. But if you, if you want to play mm. and play through your 10 and 12, mm. like what we were talking about, Howard. Uh, Elton, Howard, mm. and Lionel. Mm. And you yeah, and you got, look at your arm, China. You still got uh, Jesse Grill. Oh. Right. So these are ball players. Mm. These are these are these are okay. Grill, ex- maybe not much with his hands, mm. but his athleticism is good. I think all these guys, like they are all X factors, basically yeah. in their position. But as much as but you can think about, you've got them covered. There's always that X factor that they can actually bring out, and you know. Exactly. So it's like they have a more more to more, they have more armory or kind of more more arsenals in their game. Versus like a lot of guys that you have now, man. Like about Joe Bakoyongogu, like this for example, I remember I was having a conversation with Howard yeah, earlier yeah, on, yeah. and we spoke about Ron Jansen for Rensburg. This is a time, <laughs> hey, this rough day. This is a time when obviously it was still that, you know, little up and down situation. And um, and I remember yeah. I remember the coach at that point in time, Uswais, obviously was yeah. saying about, listen guys, we're doing this whole rotational policy. Hated that thing. We're doing this rotational policy type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but the only person who got rotated was Howard. And <laughs> he got rotated and he never got rotated back. <laughs> And you're like, oh, fair to like, what kind? Exactly. And the thing is now, no, no, I'm saying, and the thing is now, and the thing is now, you start asking yourself, but okay, listen, what exactly is it about this whole rotational policy, so so to speak, you know? But that's something that obviously the Lions did well and they handled well, and they actually, they they hid behind it, you know? But obviously for players' management, but okay, guys, rotation, I can't get so there's not going to be a huge uproar when you find yourself on the bench or out the team. Yeah, but but it became a situation now whereby it's like, uh, but dude, but now you've been rotated out the, on, the, on the bench. But things you're not going back in now. So what's going on? Is it a case now they're going to say, oh, listen, we've given you a chance and you didn't prove us right. Now the rotation is stopped. Okay, when's going That's exactly what happened with um, with the youngster, Urwan Urwan Akaman. Let's say Aki's boy. Oh, right. So personally, I don't have an issue with him personally because we're playing the same position. Everyone. So now I was playing at lock at that time, but he was going out for flank. The only issue that we had in the camp. Yeah. Was the mere fact that no, bro, like you know what, we respect you as a player, you're a good player, make no mistake. Yeah. But the sad reality is that there are other players here who are much better than you 
and can offer more than what you can offer. Yeah. So, 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 what you put, bruh, dude, he was no way, he was no way. But the thing is now, let's get real. You can take any player, you can take any player and put them in that team with those other people around them. You put them in a team with Jakob Hill, Warren Chicklenberg, exactly, easily. Like, the starting players there would easily win any striking final. So, let's say for example, at that point in time, you had Warren Chicklenberg, you had Jakob Hill, you had Warren Whiteley, you had, um, ooh, this Franco Mostad, they had Locke. So, bro, let's get real, this is a proper back five. This is a springboard back five. So now, the thing is, put anybody there, even if it's Mickey Mouse. Nice guy called Lawrence. Lawrence 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 Beautiful player, amazing player. Love that kid. Love that kid. Very agile. Like a new new dimension of locks. Almost, yeah, almost not South African. Yeah, next level. So now, the thing is, you've got those players there who can make anybody look good. But the sad reality is that you have other players around, who literally need that or basically or actually above that kid who's getting involved yeah. in plan. let's get real we'll never know what the coaches like selection criteria are so they say but at the same time you're like dude let's get real we could actually see it as players but this kid is way out of his depth but the thing is now he's gonna get put in the deep water and he's gonna learn how to swim but at someone else's cost someone else has been there working for example a kid like fabian boyson Fabian Boyson. Fabian Boyson. What happened to Fabian Boyson? What happened to Fabian Boyson? Outcome unhappened. That's what happened to Fabian Boyson. Do you want outcome? No, Fabian Boyson was in the SA under 20 team to win the World Cup. He was there. The last one. Kaya Machon. Where's Kaya now, bruh? Kaya has gone overseas now. He was here in Durban. He just left now. Get out of here, bruh. I spoke to Warren Whiteley and they're saying Kaya Machon is playing club rugby in Durban. How's that happen, bruh? It's. It's. Fontaine, Peter Steph Dutoy, Pohandre Pollard. Ruan, uh, Raymond Rule. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like, yeah, that year. That year. That year, yeah. Uh, uh, who else? There's actually a lot of guys that year. Shit. Who else can I know? Marvin Ori wasn't that year, right? Marvin Ori. He was, yeah, he was that he year. Was, Marvin was Ori. That year, Marvin Ori. There's a couple, there's actually he kind of a lot of guys actually year. that year. Um, Kaya Majola was starting mm. every game, bro, as a seven. Mm. And that team was coached by Brendan Fenter. Yeah. And I think Brendan Fenter knows his rugby. No, Brandon beyond, Fenter. beyond, beyond. He's a, how, he's how a come proper. Kai Machola was playing club Shame. rugby? Bro? I think, I think Kai and I, in, in his situation, um, I think he got injured at Kings. He was at Kings, most Kai. Yeah. Or something like that. Because uh, the stage where but here at the Sharks, obviously there was a, there was a, when, when SA Rugby was flooded. Yeah. But looking at this way, I think the stage where but here at the Sharks and actually in SA Rugby in general, there was, there was a huge, like, Basically, needs to mind this words. Everyone, there was just like just all over the place. Everyone. So, Kai Majola playing club rugby. No, he did well. No, no. Thing is, no. Thing is, Ukai only went to Kings, ne? Went to Kings, and then he got an injury plan. So now through his injury, then they were like, "Hey, bro, we're not gonna really support yeah, you." That's yeah. when Kings are going to their shit. Vela. So now, obviously, to get back into the system, to, so he can right, actually play. Right. So he came back to the Gold Cup to play here but for. You can't the get into the Sharks team. No, 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 no. I can't go. I won't lie to you, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. We lose forwards. We're not short of loose forwards in South Africa. That's one thing. Okay, we're not. I get it. Yeah, but, but are you telling me Kamajola cannot make? I have to be fair. A professional senior team. But things you have to judge him from his from 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 the way that he's playing right now. Like as I'm saying, but I have to be fair. I have to be fair on this. He's a good guy and everything, but you have to judge the way that he's playing right now. Yeah, bon. As well, okay, is he good I enough? I didn't see him play. To coach in Gold Cup, yeah. So he's. You were you were captain and coach during the. Yeah, yeah, they the Red Rovers. So oh. now you have to ask yourself, about, okay, Rovers, yeah. yeah, college Rovers. So now you have to ask yourself, about, okay, listen, um, you have to be fair, you know, you have to be seriously fair. No. But the players that you no. have right now, no. is he better? Yeah, but 
so he's coming back from an injury, so he was still trying to get his confidence back in the whole work. So I think now with the with the with the age of the of the Gold Cup and the way that he played there, the opportunity came arose and it came about by listen, here's an opportunity an opportunity overseas. I don't know what the club is, man. I don't know. I think it's France. It's in France though, somewhere. France. Yeah, it's in France, France somewhere. France first division, second division. Mm-hmm. Is, is decent. I remember who won the was at Pepe. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. still there? Who who I don't know. I'd love to catch up with one. Ah, no, no, you must do the most. I know. I got stories to tell for days. That's another story to tell. Actually, the funny thing is that there's a certain story around him, but that's his story. Stop. I'll remind you, but it's one of those, man. Okay, but just to wrap it up, yeah. Um, Flip, I feel like we haven't even. Like, Dude, trust me, we haven't. Nothing, not even man. one bit. I feel like, like, it's just, it's surreal because mm. we've been talking for so long, mm. but I've left so much on the table. Like, I feel like. Dude, we can like we need a twenty hour. Yeah, we need it. We need a we twenty need a special. hour. We need a Netflix special. Clean. Yeah, need <laughs> like for this, trust me. Like, and I'm willing we to put myself on the line. Be like, listen, yesterday is what's gonna happen. Special. So mm. I'm calling out Netflix now to say mm. we need a special. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's real, bro. It's yeah, real out yeah, here. Like, yeah, I think yeah. there's so much that actually we have left behind, but it's obviously because of time. I understand, but yeah. at the end of the day, I think I, I'm still I'm still for that whole notion of we need to hear from somebody. Regarding an uncensored version of what exactly is going on here, bro. In rugby. In rugby, what's going on, bro? Like, exactly, you know, from a player's perspective, perspective yeah, yeah. from a coach's perspective. You're, a perspective. Coach now. you're, yeah. you're coaching at Hilton. No, no, uh, I'm co- coaching Glenwood. Glenwood. So, so the school, so I'm coaching three places. So, I'm, the school I'm coaching is Glenwood. Um, I'm coaching the Sharks Academy. Okay. Yeah, well, no, so I'm there, I'm a fourth specialist in the Sharks Academy. Um, I help out obviously with the, with the Let's Say Super Sport Challenge or with the age group as well in my work. So, I help out with them if, if, if need be. Um, and also, almost like a player coach there at Rovers as well. Yeah, boy. Hey, but let's get real. I love it. Like the thing is, I think I think now though, I think now I'm actually loving my rugby more now than I was yeah. when I left it at uh, the Lions or whatever. Because now I'm actually I'm gone so back I'm so to play. To see that you're playing. Ah, bro, yeah. Bro, like, how old are you? 32 years old. I'm 30. No ways. Bro. I'm only 30. I retired when I was 26, 27, 26, 27. Yeah, that's when I retired. Ah, bro. Get out of here, now you're gonna ask yourself about what exactly no, happened in order here, for bro. a guy to retire no, 26, here, and to really say, I've literally hung my boots. Get out of here! Like, I was I was chatting to a, a cricketer called Jared Molo, mm. batsman who retired from Warriors and Border Cricket at 27. Yeah, but but maybe he's got a different story. But to me, I retired not because I couldn't play. That's one thing I knew I could play. But because of everything that was happening around, I was like, I don't want to get myself involved here as a rugby player. No, get out of here, yeah, bro. No way, that is why I came back to coaching, because at least now in coaching you've got a you're a direct hand and influence as to what exactly needs to happen regarding certain people's careers, regarding the well-being of certain players. So that's why for me it's more important now to have a coach who's more of a mentor than to be a, a coach who's just going to give you game plans and be like just go and do whatever it is out there, you know, type of thing. That's it for me, Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do also catch us on timeslive.co.za, as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Pocket Cast, wherever. 
To connect with us, please use the hashtag SportsLive. Share your comments with us at TimesLive or at SowetonLive on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller, as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department headed by Ninawa Mchana Ndoko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now. Yes, for